Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Seven fifteen, fifteen minutes after seven o'clock, we've been promising, we deliver. Here's Gene Valentino. Good morning, Gene. Hey, good morning, Ted. And Michael and, and is course, here as well. And of course, I am here as well. And uh, so, Gene Valentino, good friend of the station, good friend of ours, good friend of mine. Talk to Gene regularly. You know, we've been discussing over the last few days, uh, Gene, you and I, about some of the things that are going on in the world and. When you look up and you see gas prices skyrocketing, lumber prices going up, meat prices going up, we know taxes are next. Seems like the country is completely out of control. And a wise person once told me where there's confusion, there's profit. Who in the world is benefiting from all this chaos? Well, if I have the solution to your problem, I have a financial gain, don't I? Exactly. And uh, that's exactly how uh, the shifting sands of time seem to reveal new opportunities generation to generation. It's, um, some of it's man-made and manufactured for personal self-gain. Uh, uh, other issues are more um, natural and um, fortuitous, such as uh, storms and hurricanes. Um, right now, we sit amidst a, the biggest crisis of all, and that's one we can't get our hands on because it's a virus unto itself. It's the weakening of our democracy from those who are in it seeking self-gain. And we these prices you just talked about, it increases in oil and meat and everything else that's on the horizon. Uh, you know, and then the government uh, increase in the budget. You got to trillion dollars up to three million trillion up to six trillion i can't even comprehend the number now they're making 60 trillion dollars for crying out loud because here's what the game is when they oh when they start spending more than they possibly could ever recover in taxes government must step in and control you and that's the antithesis of the language in our Declaration of Independence, which says that uh, liberty and freedom freedom start at the at the grassroots with the morality and ethics imbued in the people, not in government. If we don't step up and minimize this aggressive action of government and overspending, the price increases you're talking about are the ripple effect, they're, but they're not the ultimate consequence. The ultimate con consequence is a loss of our Democrat, Democratic Republic. Uh, unfortunately, I believe you're exactly right. Now, you know, I guess we should look back in history. You were very much alive and well and a young uh, uh, business person back when Jimmy Carter was president, or maybe just getting started in your life, maybe in college. I don't know. You're just a few years older than me. I couldn't vote for Jimmy Carter the first time, but the second time I couldn't wait to vote for Ronald Reagan. And I was just a young kid. I was 18 years old when Reagan ran for office. 
So let's look back at the Carter administration. I remember many things that were very similar to what's going on today. How did our country react then? And do we have a different sort of American today than we did then? What do you think? Well, you've got, you've got, the more you centralize control and power in the government, the more you are likely to take away and dehumanize the individual. Individual liberties and freedoms and self-expressions and uh, the rights of free speech and uh, to carry guns and, uh, uh, and so forth, all of those amendments which exacerbate the thinking of, free, uh, of liberty and freedom are, are, uh, are emphasized through amendments of the Constitution to re- remind ourselves that this democracy works because the people are in charge. The moment you think the guy at the top of the um, at the top of the helm, at the top of the ladder, uh, who got elected, who got your vote and mine, starts taking con- uh, excessive control, is when we begin to see the failing of our government. That's what happened during the Carter administration too. In that case, it was more of a uh, control of the finance, finance. Um, the Federal Reserve System, how we um, use uh, the dollar within the World Bank system. And at that time, it spun out of control because there was a question about whether we were ever going to be able to pay our expenses back, uh, our debts back. Today, it's even worse, but we haven't seen the outcome of it yet because the Federal Reserve has not stepped in to raise um, raise interest rates yet. And so the the jury's out. We've got a lot of pending issues on that issue that are going to materially impact the way we live in the future. Uh, God willing, and, and I'm not. This is not a political comment. This is a statement of fact. This will be the tsunami that brings Donald Trump back, looking more like a Ronald Reagan. He really does, uh, you know. And of course, he's starting to speak out. We're starting to hear some of his thoughts as. He begins to, uh, you know, get back into the public, uh, I guess, pub- public uh, site. He's going to have a speech this weekend. I believe it was either in South or North Carolina that, that will probably be covered by at least Fox News. I don't know what the national news media will do, CBS, NBC, Google, Twitter, Yahoo, all of those uh, news sources. We don't know what they're going to do. But getting back to what we what we're talking about here, the the. The basics. Are Americans the same today as they were when Jimmy Carter was president? I think we are. I think there's a lot of us out here that recognize and see what's going on with this administration, how little control the president actually has. His schedule is so light. The guy works from about 9 in the morning until about 2 in the afternoon, and he's done for the day. They call it put a lid on it uh, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But when you start thinking about the reason why we're a country, it's because of a lot of the things that are going on today. And if you read the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Those among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, you know, unlike a lot of other founding documents, the Declaration of uh, Independence is powerful. 
Abraham Lincoln even called it a rebuke and stumbling block to tyranny and oppression. And, of course, it still inspires people around the world. Gene, we still have people that want to come here every day. They'll do whatever it takes to get here. And it's because of those ideals. So are we going to be able, Gene, to continue with that idea of, of a country that's governed by the people and a government that's restricted and doesn't have the authority to do just anything they want to do? Is that going to continue? I hope those <clears throat> excuse me. I hope those ideals are never lost. I mean, we have people in the millions breaking over our border to come in and be part of the system that espouses those ideals. So those ideals are the cornerstone that the world envies. They just don't want to admit it. But what's happening is there's a uh, there, there's a process that's been denied. Uh, the rights and privileges you and I enjoy as Americans and and the illegal immig- immigrants that came to the United States to become American citizens, are be- those rights have been trampled upon because of the uh, uh, people stepping in front of the line to come over and take advantage of that process. Well, that the, 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 the real issue is um, why are we being ignorant or is it stupidity? And looking away from from maintaining those standards, so that we can hold those principles high and dear, uh, that the Declaration of Independence um, is the cornerstone of. You know, uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson has a quote too. He said, "If we are to guard against ignorance and remain free." It is the responsibility of every American to be informed. Well, in the era of social media, where things are coming out faster today uh, in a split second uh, that's different from the Jimmy Carter administration, where there was less social media, it's clear to me that things are happening at such a rapid pace that we need a response mechanism to respond more quickly to these changing uh, mood swings um, that um, uh, run uh, helter-skelter. I mean, the media itself has to take responsibility for what it is reporting or looking away from. You can't can't get tough on um, Donald Trump and ignore the recklessness of Fauci's involvement in a business with George Soros that's directly or indirectly involved with what was going on at the Wuhan lab. You can't, you can't, um, uh, uh, all of a sudden talk about rights and privileges and then expect government to write laws about critical race theory. Um, it, it, it goes against the freedoms and liberties we espouse. Well, in case you've never seen what a lion dog-faced pony soldier looks like, just look at Fauci. <laughs> oh, God. The guy. Well, he, he lies uh, every time he gets on TV. Did you hear, did you hear the uh, news clip that uh, uh, Newt Gingrich had it on a podcast recently? It was a 15, 20-second news clip from uh, uh, Biden over Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they were talking about the uh, African-American uh, 
business entrepreneurs that are disadvantaged because they don't have any African-American attorneys or accountants. What kind of crap is that? First of all, there's what an insult to African-Americans. There's thousands and thousands of fine attorneys and accountants that are African-American. I do business with some of them. And they shake their head and they don't understand what this guy is saying. It because is amazing. You, it is amazing. It, it, but, you know, you made a very, well, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you made a very important point about social media and people being informed or more informed today. But yet large portions of our populace are uninformed to a lot of the facts that are really out there because the social media giants stop that from being put on their platforms. They, we've, see, we've seen through Project Veritas what they're doing. We understand and know because we post things that don't get any attention on Facebook or Twitter. So how do we stop this and get it to where that people really can be informed about the issues and not just one side of the issue? Well, the truth will ultimately prevail. George Washington even said that a long time ago. The truth will prevail. The problem with our government is that we have many layers in government. The benefit of our government is it's tough to overthrow because we have many layers of government. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, what, 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 to answer your question, uh, I, and I don't say this lightly, we need a, we need a landslide of Republicans reelected at the state and local levels of Congress and U.S. Senate. And we need a, we need to bring back a Republican president of the United States. And I say this boldly. I don't give a rat's patootie whether you like Donald Trump or not. The guy got stuff done, period. This yeah. is, if, if Biden would just do nothing right now, we'd be better off than these declarations and proclamations he's issued in, in, a, in a tsunami uh, in the last, um, last uh, what, six months of his job. Uh, this is obscene, what's, what's, uh, what has transpired. And it's scary because we all know that Joe Biden is not mentally capable of really running this country. So who is running our country? You know, that's the scary part. And uh, yeah, anyway, well, that's correct. And the number two person, this Miss uh, Kamala Harris, let me focus on the veterans for a second. She said, quote, the United States government cannot continue to pay for every need of what has become a special class of citizens. Well, the veterans are equal to us, not better than us. Veterans' huh. affairs uh, coddles them. It creates a dependency upon which uh, it, it, it is not doing these former soldiers any good. They uh -oh. need to learn to live on their own. Gene, we're, we're, we're out of time. I'm, I apologize. Oh, we got to go. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your comments. See you soon. Always a pleasure. So much more to talk about.